I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Tender Loving Care with your host, myself, Pauline, and my darling, Kate. Every week, Kate and I break down a show from the TLC network, the name of the network that I believe for the longest time was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. And when I found out that it actually stood for the Learning Channel and I saw the types of shows that are on that channel, my deep confusion bred this podcast. Each week, Kate and I will randomly select a show to cover for the next episode by spinning our Wheel of Shame. The Wheel of Shame has only the trashiest of trash TLC and Discovery Plus shows that we will be studying. Hello, Kate. Hello. How's it going? It looks so nice and sunny there. It is sunny. It is bright. It is light. It is Southern California in September. It's very nice right now. I I did think we had another earthquake, though. So I have on my street, there is um, horrendous stuff going on. And the horrendous stuff going on is that we have these beautiful 1920s adobe houses that are so gorgeous and have history and these los angeles developer sorry i'm already starting i mean i am right in i am right in on a rant i apologize guys i need to just ease you in but anyways developers are coming in they're tearing down these houses and they're building these 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 condos for 23 year old influencers that are spending like six grand a month on rent and i'm losing my mind anyway i like construction work construction in LA can legally start at 7 a.m that's the earliest they can start and I'm usually up at 5 a.m like it's insane but I get up at 5 a.m every day and the other day I decided that I could allow myself to sleep into 7 30 so I set my alarm for 7 30 7 o'clock the entire my entire house shook just demolished another house. The house was down in 30 minutes across from me and the whole house was shaking. It, I thought it was another earthquake. But um, anyway, that's that's Upsetting. how I'm doing. <laughs> that's yeah. how I'm doing. It's, it's annoying. But you know what? 
I am hoping that this it won't happen to this house but um it's just it's gross it's gross but anyway apart from that LA's doing great Good. I'm doing great what's going on with you we're back together last episode yes. was so yes I am back from my travels um, and I described yeah. it like hopping and bopping it really was Atlanta the Bay Area just had people to see events to go to and, and people what, to meet what was something that I text you immediately when you're in Atlanta look for the housewives yeah and did you see any no no did you go to old lady gang's restaurant where multiple people have been shot outside of sadly no oh. I really I really was just in the downtown area at a hotel it was like my partner had a business trip and I was just kind of along. And so I saw they have, it was a really pretty downtown. It, they have mm. the Olympic park there. Okay. Like this big, um, uh, Ferris wheel. I almost said merry-go-round. It's a big Ferris wheel. It's a giant, beautiful park. And, um, the Olympic rings oh, statue yeah. and did you see stuff. the Coca-Cola bottling plant? That's all no, I know about. Them. I wanted to go there too, but we really just hung out downtown. Like, oh yeah, because you could have got some great merch from Coca Cola. I know. <gasps> I know. Next time. Next yeah. time. Um. Well, we're back together, guys. We have a lot to discuss. We're going to go into our Wheel of Shame episode, but before that, Kate, breaking news. I mean, breaking news every day. Okay. One thing is while you were hopping and bopping around the States, I was hopping and bopping around LA. And I happened to go past, happened to find myself on Robertson Boulevard in West Hollywood. What's on Robertson Boulevard in West Hollywood, sir? Mm. Something about her. I went past something about her and I slowed down to stalk as much as possible middle of the day, completely boarded up, the sign's been taken down and the patio's gone. So I drove past and I was like, hang on, did I just imagine that? Because remember, I had done some boots on the ground and I'd filmed there before. And you mm-hmm. can go and find that on our Instagram, Tender Love and Care Podcast. So the, the windows are all boarded up. There's the something about her has been taken down. The patio's gone and the lights have gone. And I didn't have a chance to snap. Usually I would have got out and, and taken a photo, but I was just like, what? I was really confused. I was like, did I miss something? So I happen as I'm prepping to come to the pod, I'm on Instagram and someone posted a photo of what I saw. So I was like, okay, I'm not crazy. They did it before and they did an after. So in my head, I'm like, finally, the greatest words you can tell a Torian is you are right. And I, and as a proud tourist, I was waiting for, because you know my theory, Kate, I told you that that would never, open. remember my whole theory of like, that will never open. It did. So for the Strictly TLC people, we're talking about, this is oh, um, Ariana right. and Katie's yeah. Sandwich shop that these are two women from Vanderpump Rules, right? And so they their um ex-husbands or partners or whatever yeah. have a bar together. And so then they now were supposedly starting a sandwich shop and it's all boarded up now. But it yes. was they did have like a soft launch already. And yeah. Sorry guys, I'm going because I, I forget, you know, I just assume we actually have discerning listeners that only watch TLC shows and not Bravo or Bravo not TLC. I just watch all this junk. But anyway, <laughs> so I see on Instagram someone posted it and wrote, um, no, I'll tell you what was it spell <laughs> well, this is something. Spencer Pratt 
from the hills I wrote loved him. someone posted sorry what is going on here and then he wrote this was all just a money grab for merch this doesn't even exist they're complete fraudsters like went just to get off obviously to get himself some publicity but went off on katie and ariana katie maloney responded on this instagram post and she said how many times do we guys need to tell you it's all about permitting we had to remove our patio due to waiting on permits in west hollywood this is not this is happening but she went off on a rant and i've dealt with permits and i worked in west hollywood and yet permits in la in general are a nightmare and terrible and west hollywood is so expensive so weird led to believe that they're paying rent on that every single month for well over a year now and all the permits and they still it's just nothing it's just a plain white building now what the hell that's so sus i mean isn't it He's got all these sponsorship. Maybe, maybe though the Instagram is paying the bill for it. Perhaps, perhaps oh the cake. I know. It's Come really on, insane. I really wanted it to open. Damn. I mean, I wanted to work there for, for the free sandwiches <laughs> and to get my face. Can you imagine me in the background of Vanderpump? I'd be, I'd be sticking my, I'd be that person that'd be exited. Like I'd be told <laughs> to just stop looking directly at the camera. I'd be like James. James constantly <laughs> um anyway I wanted to let you know on that there is some other Bravo stuff and I know guys if you're listening to this you're not necessarily Bravo but these are breaking news Kate breaking news John Jensen Johnson Jansen Jingleheim Schmidt whatever his name is JJ Shannon Bedore from Real Housewives of Orange County he was arrested we all know now for a DUI a couple of weeks ago huge big story slammed into a house justice for Archie his son was just arrested for a DUI Oh, no. Uh, So I put on our Instagram, the houseboat needs to be cleared of alcohol because whoever is, it's not a good situation. They have such dark energy, that whole family. There's something going on. I wonder who the ex-wife is. There's something going on. And last, another thing, Bravo, I'm sorry, guys. I just had to fill you in on this. Um, Real Housewives of New Jersey is currently filming. Jennifer Aiden and Danielle Cabral, who was a new addition last season, apparently got into such a big fight that they've been suspended and had to pause filming. Jennifer went up and pushed Danielle and Danielle got a cup, a glass, but like a hardened plastic, threw it at Jen and it slit her neck. (gasps) So now they're on pause. But, you know, it's like, look at the old days. Remember Ramona? Threw the same thing at Kristen, drew blood, never apologized, reached for an oar to throw at her face. Neither of them were suspended. Like, you know, it, the good old days of Bravo have gone. There was even rumor that they're gonna st- gonna monitor alcohol now for housewives. No. 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 Well, I mean, uh, when was that Potomac? Was it Monique that Monique, yeah. kind of got the got uh, pulled off the show from that fight she had? Yeah. But you know what? Uh, we need a little I mean, it really is shocking. Like Ramona grabbed that she she threw that hot that thing at um at um Kristen's mouth, bleeding. There was full on blood coming out of mouth and Rain was like, Well, whatever, she shouldn't have splashed me. I mean it's like shouldn't have splashed me with a few droplets of water. Oh, guys. Bravo is so unhinged. That's crazy. I I wonder if I'll. I kind of fell off the uh, previous season of New Jersey. It. I was kind of bored. 
Uh, it is and it's it's dark as well that jennifer aiden and her husband that cheated on Mm. her and then Mm. she was pregnant and she was about to give birth when she found out that that pig of a husband had been cheating on her and she said i'll never mention it again and then they never spoke about it again i mean talk about skeletons in your closet (laughs) dude until march until margaret dragged it up into television her and her snickers coffee mate i mean i can't (laughs) anyway kate tlc is just as unhinged so why don't you take us into what show the wheel of shame graciously gave us last week Yes. Okay, guys. So last week, The Wheel of Shame gave us this show called Addicted to Marriage. There's just one season of it. And I believe, let's see, six episodes. So this is what they describe the show as. Sometimes saying I do can become an addiction. Follow four fascinating women who have collectively been down the aisle a total of 20 times They are all in new relationships and prepare to say I do again, but the men in their lives may not be ready. Hey, I want you to give us an overall of what, I feel like you watched a bit more than me. Give me Uh an overall of what you think of this show. I think it's a laundry show. I think it Mm. is a bit repetitive Mm -hmm. and there's a reason there's only six episodes. There wasn't a ton there right um the standout character for me uh is the first woman we meet monette yep and the rest were a bit boring for me agreed so guys we you get like this fast intro and it's all women and i made a note i would have loved to have seen a man on this show that'd been married multiple times i was really annoyed we didn't see a man because it was all women and um so we see a woman come up and just go I've been married twice. And you're like, okay, next one. I've been married three times. Hello, that's like an, that's a national average in America, isn't it? And then someone's saying, I've been married four times. I'm like, what is this show? I thought this was going to be. And then we get Monette, 52 from Utah. I've been married 11 times. Now that's addiction. 11. Hey, have you, you know, a lot of, you know, I always get way too deep with these shows and it's always a reflection on my own life. I take it to heart, sometimes end up mildly depressed after watching this, watching these shows, not due to the content, but due to the mirror it holds up to my own life. Have you been in 11 relationships in your entire life? No, absolutely not. Yeah. No way. 11 marriages. It was shocking. And it was just what I wanted from this show. It did make more sense when we find out that she's a Mormon from Utah who wanted to have sex with all these guys, but she didn't want to get kicked out of the church. There was, (laughs) yeah, there was that element. And also I would say was very troubling is in the first shot, we see her drinking a Mike's hard lemonade that sent me over singing in a bar. Okay, guys, the lyrics. It opened up and we see Manette, 52, confident as anything. This woman's like shaking it around, got the body out. She is just loving life. She's up there with a microphone doing this karaoke that's like a, oh, my man. You know, it's one of those like songs that's just about, and I love you. It was just like, oh, God. I wrote down, 
my screams will haunt your soul that was those were some of the lyrics so good now this bar i just wrote very troubling (laughs) it was honestly it's like one of the bars i've loved that i've seen in america you know we're not gonna go with my small town obsession but i remember being in michigan and going into one of these bars and it's like beer is like two bucks and i'm like what Mm-hmm. and it's all locals and it's like they're eating cheese fries and, and like drinking beer and they've just got out of you know working at the factory okay I'm really generalizing here but I just love the small bars it makes they make me so excited so it's like that but the 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 people in there I think were all deeply intoxicated and and it was the middle of the day and they're all just like swaying along to Monet it was cute it was her place to be a star. It really was. She was shining. Mm-hmm. And so they show her daughter and I think her sister or something oh. are talking to the camera and trying to name all these guys. And they cannot even name them. The daughter was like, I had to write in my journal where we were living when and which guy was around. And she says, I called each and every one of them dad, which was so hey, upsetting. Was there? Pause there. This girl looked very put together, but I think she has to be in therapy multiple times a week. Like you just said, she said my book, the the beginning of my diary or whatever, would be like um, Utah, da-da-da, and then the name of the husband. And she said, and I crossed them out because I'd never see them again. And then my mum would move on to another one. the damage that does for a child and imagine also which angers me so much is these women that bring in multiple men into when there's a young girl in the house listen there are amazing stepfathers out there but there are a lot of men that have very different intentions and she was a young girl in the house it makes me sick and she had her calling all of them dad it reminded me of um nickel (laughs) nicole from 90 Day Fiance with yes. uh yes, Azan or whatever. Azan, yes, it's good callback. Oh, and come on, Daddy. Look, Daddy's on Skype. Daddy. daddy. There is no store. I mean, <laughs> there is no store. There is no daddy. So then Monette, we go back to her and they make her go through and tell us who the hell were all these people. So I went to the trouble to write them all down just with a little nickname of kind of who they were. So great work. One high school sweetheart Two, the, we had fun together guy that she then divorced and remarried. So that's number three. Then number four, he had great kids. Five, probably one of the loves of my life. Six, seems so nice. So I married him. Seven, married him again because we had gotten divorced. Eight, met him online and we eloped in Vegas a week later. I can't. Nine, Mr. Charisma. Oh, he was trouble. Ten, elementary school friend. We shouldn't have gotten married because we're we're more friends. (laughs) Eleven, I'm not even going there. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, guys, we haven't even added. We're meeting her as she's engaged to a twelfth husband. We we right. didn't we didn't let you know that. Um, hey, once again, the mirror that's being held up is what have I done with my life that I have? <laughs> I someone has said to her, "I want to marry you." Eleven. Sorry, sorry. She was proposed to twenty eight times. Twenty eight 
times. Kate, what <laughs> what have we done wrong with our life? I mean, what's there not been 28 people that have proposed to us? I had the same kind of thoughts. I was like, people are out here on these dating apps right now, not even able to get a text back. Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And that was myself included when I was single. Yeah, it's like everyone is just struggling to even get someone to keep texting back. Remember your name. Remember your name. And this Monette has nearly, she said over 28 times. So basically 30 times has had a man say let's get married what? i mean she was magnetic i she was and great singer and a great so, singer I, I drinks mike's hard lemonade so you know she's up for a good time i Shocking. just I, I it really doesn't like um there's twin there's like 30 men out there that have gone i'm gonna make one of the biggest decisions of my life but then again let's break this down how much discernment is there on her part this <laughs> type of men because, I mean, is there any of them that we would touch with a 10-foot barge pole? Probably not. However, mm. still have not been proposed to 30 times. So she's doing something right. I haven't even been proposed to one time. <laughs> I mean, what, what, we really, maybe we need to move to Utah or, or you know, there was something my friend grew up in... Um, in Apple Valley, California. Now, we don't need to talk about Apple Valley, California, but she brought up, God bless the people who live there. She brought up that. And she said to me, you know, small town, whatever. And she, she was talking about small town, like ideas and what life is like there and stuff. And she's like, God, if you get, went there with an English accent, you would just kill it. And I'm like, maybe that's what I need to do. Maybe, you know, I want to be in the small towns. Maybe I just go and move to like small town. I want to go to like Maine. You know, I love the East Coast. You know, I love the East Coast. Quick hop over to England. And I love, you know, I have this whole idea of basically just like living in Cape Cod and fall and being near Luan. Um, But, you know, just like writing there and living a dream there. Maybe I go there, Kate, and I'll get proposed to 30 times. Yeah, I guess a lot of our adult time being single was, you know, it's like LA, you know, it's full of Peter Pan type guys. But we cannot say the values are different in different places. Exactly. The values are different. You're not going to find somebody getting proposed to 30 times in Los Angeles. But, you know, in, 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 I I might, guys, if any of you, we've had some great feedback from listeners. Any of you live in like Cape Cod? just let me know if I can just come out for like a couple of months I just want to come out see what the bar scene's like see the lads and um see if I get proposed to a couple of times all right so but yeah so she's going on she's in a new relationship and she speaks about this is very telling she said Kate that the longest she's ever been single for since she first had a boyfriend was two months yeah yeah that you're not well like you're just Mm. not well if that's your situation and and she's talking about you know her fiance john um was quite shocked when he found out how many times she'd been married and she said i feel as though i i want that i want that soulmate i want that connection i want what we grew up seeing in the movies this is where it's, where it's a repetitive thing with all these women i want to see something you know that that i grew up seeing in the movies and i once one relationship ended I thought I need another actor in my movie 
Yeah. They're all living in this fairy tale place in their mind with this idea of who they're supposed to be with and it's none of it's grounded. So they just float through life and keep trying to find their prince charming with no regard to what's actually good for them. It's right. There was a savage nail tech as well. So her and the daughter, Mercedes. I always want to say Mercedes because from Shards of Sunset, remember Mercedes? Her mother would always call her Mercedes. Anyway, Mercedes. um, They went to this nail tech was just like, "Mm." so, you know, this forced conversation about marriage. Is this going to be second husband? No. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's better help. H E L P. I know really my 11th. She goes, yeah. Do you ever think this really nothing to do with the men and everything to do with you? <laughs> <laughs> Cut to the chase. Yep. Loved that nail tech. Um, so yes. Yeah, so that was her Kate. And then we met Shay in Highland. Please talk to me about Shay. Okay. So Shay is 30. Was it? Yes. Round 30. She's been engaged four times, married twice. She's a beauty influencer. Mm. Seems like maybe she makes YouTube videos. Yeah. Um, and she was first engaged at a, a lot. Of, I think all of these women, their first husband was their high school sweetheart. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. she was first engaged at 18 and then at 20. Uh, it was a long distance thing. And then he proposed the first time they met in person, found out he was cheating on her. Then he, the second guy she was engaged to got in a car accident and sadly passed away. Yeah. And then the third engagement was just her brother's best friend and her brother suggested they be together. So they did and they got married. Yeah. And uh, then her husband, after that, she met at the mall now and he also travis? cheated on her yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's travis travis yeah. Rouse, I'm sorry, um uh, yeah so she's just it was one after the other in some long distance and it was very very odd and now she's she's with the 
She's with the gentleman named Joe. Now, guys. <laughs> and how did they meet? He was her Uber driver. Now, I want to talk about how they describe this. So this is in Highland, California. Shay is 30. Joe is 47 years old. They've been together for three years. They have this dual interview. And Joe's look. Now, you know I don't like to talk about people's looks. I'm not one to gossip, Kate. You know, I'm not one to gossip. (laughs) Never. But even Shay made a point of talking about this. Yeah, he... um, he looks a lot older and he has a very interesting <laughs> interesting eyes that my friend back in England, Katie, would refer to as piss holes in the snow. So if that gives you any idea. Now, they're talking about how they met and he said, I, w- I was her Uber driver and I asked for her number and she's like, yeah. And he's like, I never did that before. And she's like, oh, I'm sure, whatever. And he uses the words in one this whole interview. I was like a stalker to her and she's trapped now. And he's yep. and she says he's also very jealous. I was like, ooh, Joe. Just like ooh. blink twice if you need help, Shay. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I wrote you, I hate this. It made me yeah. really uncomfortable that interview. I know. And she kept rejecting him and as well like he I think she felt pressured into giving her number and then she just kept telling him no 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 and he just kept on texting her terrible I hate that so he only knows about her second marriage he doesn't know about the two engagements before that or the other marriage and so um they've been together three years and she's never revealed any of that so that's kind of their storyline throughout this season is her having to tell him this and him kind of holding back on getting married and her being like, my clock is ticking. And then the final one is he proposes to her, the final episode. I kind of fast forwarded and watched that. But yeah. he, she, but it's just another example of, I don't, I think she, she feels safe in the sense that she says, everyone has always cheated on me. Every single partner has always cheated on me. She said, and... I feel safe with him and he just seems really honest. And I think she's just going, it'll do for now. This is what all these women are just saying. It'll do for now. Yeah. It's This whole show is about women that just want placeholders. And Kate and I, have we've watched a lot of these shows on TLC about marriages and wedding dresses. And they're not always our, our favorite episodes to do. Um, and we've mentioned people that we've known in our own life of they just want the wedding. They want the wedding and to say, check, I'm engaged, check, I'm married. Yep. And it, it doesn't really matter who it is. If you kind of get along with them and you can sleep with them, oh my God, there's going to be a ring. This is the ring I want. I want a wedding. And it's a, it's a wedding, not a marriage. It's a very, it's just completely alien to you and I's beliefs of relationships and how we deal in relationships so for us it, it it's just so bizarre to see this but yeah. all of these women that's all they want they just want to say i'm engaged it's 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 people that i just look at my notes of stuff that i kept writing now it's like the, their validity of who they are it just comes from someone else and listen we all know any anyone that's listened to this podcast for a long time knows I'm not the most stable of people. However, 
I will tell you that I've never sought validity out of a partner and I'm fine being on my own. I've been on my own in between relationships and I think and I always tell people that it's necessary to do that. I do not trust anyone. It's a massive red flag. I do not trust anyone that will end a relationship, a long-term relationship, and in a few months, they're in another one. It is they are seeking something that they don't want to face by being alone. They haven't figured out who they are, so they just mold themselves to somebody else's character. This is men and women. And they then repeat the same behaviors that they had in the previous relationship because they don't know themselves. If you have never had a substantial amount of time as an adult on your own without being in a relationship, you do not know who you are. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. They are just looking for someone to be there. It could be literally anyone. That's what it seemed like on this show. It was just like, whoever's around, whoever's texting me, let's get married. So let's just quickly go through the other person uh, or the other two people. So we have um, Keisha. She's in her fifties. I think she's been married three times, engaged to the fourth one. Um, So she, she actually had a really long marriage. Um, First, it was the high school sweetheart on Valentine's Day, just like a you know yeah. dumb little puppy love one, and then second one it was to this really hot guy for nine months, mm-hmm. and then the third one she was married to for thirteen years, but then she said she left him for not giving her the three A's like affirmation, attention, whatever, whatever, and she mm-hmm. said she was settling for him, so she left him, mm-hmm. and then the next scene was her yelling at her fiance because the dog peed on the couch, and I was like, this is. Stop like that scene at all. And then um her fiance Ernst has been married twice before. He was stalking her. This is another theme, these guys that they're engaged to. He's stalking her on Instagram, apparently, and eventually they were DMing and she decided to date him. And the bit their big scene in the first episode is like they're going to look at this new engagement ring just like you said it's like all about the wedding and the ring and the status of being married and so he got her this already pretty big ring and then they go back to the store because she has designed one that she actually likes and they show it and it's obnoxiously large um then we have Amy, 45, married four times. Yeah. She looked younger. She's really fit. Very um, fit. Yeah. And uh her she married her high school boyfriend and because she got pregnant with him like mm-hmm. during high school or right after. And um they had a couple kids, I think. And then second one, married eight years, grew apart third guy asked her to marry him right away when they started dating and she was just like okay and then they were married for 10 months it's just so stupid it's like why did you do that no just be with him just date him date the one thing that i don't get is that divorces are expensive marriage weddings sorry weddings are expensive and i'm thinking can you imagine going through 11 divorces lawyers you know, prenups or no prenups, splitting assets. I just don't 
I can't comprehend like all these, oh, a married divorce, married divorce, married divorce. It is a lot of money to get divorced, even in very, you know, harmonious divorces. It's odd. I mean, she's now mm-hmm. with, she was in Florida, originally from Idaho, met this guy, Gino, firefighter, moved back to Idaho. To be, she had family there, had a baby with him. They are not engaged yet, I believe. And right. she has lied to him and not told him how many times she's been married. She only told him after she gave birth to their child. Booked him in. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that brings up a lot. I mean, hmm. it's a story I could tell and a story I, I don't know if I should tell. But I, I, what's your opinion of, you know, you meet a partner and say you've been married twice. Do you think that it is an obligation for you to tell your partner that you've been married twice? I think after a certain amount of time with someone, you would talk about it. Mm -hmm. I don't think you have to tell them all about everything right away. but... But it's a part of your history that you think someone should know about. Eventually, I would say. Because I had somebody that had been married before got married, never told this person, and the person found out. And it was quite devastating. Um, And the person that had been married said to me, but it was was none of my partner's business what I did beforehand. And I, I can't agree with that. I don't agree with that. But I wanted to know your opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I just think it's part of you. It's part of your history, especially if you're going into marriage, which, by the way, is a legal contract. It's, Wait, so you it's, think people should tell? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. yeah. You, you need to. It, it's it's part of your history that is, yeah. is pertinent if you're having a future with somebody. I can understand if you don't want to go into every single detail about the relationship, yeah. but like, I think just a general gist of like, this is kind of who they were in my life. In this, you know, then we, the, this sort of reason for how it all ended. And, you know, that's something I want to know. It's a big skeleton to have in your closet. It's yeah. a big skeleton. So, you know, we find out about this Amy. I did fast forward to the end. She uh, has this young child with this Gino. Gino was communicating inappropriately with another woman and they broke up and that's how it ended. So she's now on to looking for number five again. It's just, and there's a ch- another child involved. Oh boy. So people are just, I watched it and, you know, I think overall, I just really wish there'd been a man that had been married multiple times. I'd love to know a man's perspective of constantly right. getting married. I would really right. like to have seen that. I think it kind of cemented stuff that you and I have already discussed about people blindly wanting placeholders for partners and really not knowing what a partnership is and just saying yes i guess it must be a sense of security kate they -hmm. must only find security in a legal marriage i guess that's it they cannot they're seeking a security and they can only find it by having a marriage as opposed to just being with somebody yeah, they think that if they get married to them, it means that person's less likely to leave them and 
they cannot possibly sit in their house with only their own thoughts and (laughs) reflect on their own lives. They have to just be looking to the other person constantly for everything. And it's sad. It's sad. And it's chameleon like, you know, they're constantly looking. I had a friend like that who just changed, changed her entire personality to every single man she met been married and divorced three times she's not even 40 like it's the same same attitude and um yeah it's really it's really really odd and I just think that um I don't know I guess I've I've said it all I think you know 60 but 60 percent roughly of marriages end in divorce okay 60 percent the odds are against you Long-term monogamous relationships are extremely, extremely hard to maintain and usually do not work. That's it, guys. That's the statistics. There are some that do. There are some people that stay in it and are miserable their entire lives. There are some people that stay in it because they they just don't see anything else. But the majority of people like that should be divorced anyway. So add that to the statistics and you're like... Well, yeah. And the, the percentage just goes up and up and up. The more times you're married, the bigger the percentage you're going to get divorced. And so, I mean, things happen. I think there are people that have a few marriages throughout their lives Mm. and it's legit reasons why things ended and stuff, but that really wasn't the case with most of the marriages that we saw here on the show. It was kind of a whole different thing where they're just completely afraid of being alone for even a couple months um so what is your score we we score every show that we review um for our wheel of shame episodes on a scale of zero to 600 we got that figure from my 600 pound life one of the most popular shows on the network uh what's your score for learning and i've given it 200 you know, it's it's yeah. and that's generous. It was boring. It, as you say, it was very repetitive. It did not need to be six episodes or whatever it was. And you're just looking at people that you're that makes you quite. It just makes you quite depressed. Yeah, it could have just been one of those one offs. One off. I yeah, I was gonna say one seventy five. It's yeah. if it if it's a laundry show for me, you don't really have to pay attention to it. Uh-uh. The, I will say the saving grace for it was Monette. She was quite a character and pretty entertaining to me. She seemed like a 90 day fiance type per- character. I would say get her on something else. I would yeah. like to see her on something. She was the shining star of this whole yeah. thing for me. Um, and a great everyone, <laughs> everyone knows that John. Do you remember her yelling that? Because he's like, you've been married 11 times. Oh. <laughs> and she yells back, everyone knows that, that John. <laughs> she was great. She really, I would like to see her in something else. Monette yeah. from Utah. She was great. Okay. All right, guys. So that is our coverage of that show. So we have to go to the Willie Shane because we must pick what's going on next week. I definitely... um want to get out of any marriage we don't have a huge amount of marriage stuff on here i did go through and kind of swept them away we have stuff like deadly affairs and straight and prison wives i wouldn't mind that type of marriage prison wives would be good but we do need to head over to the wheel of shame guys so let's let's get our shoes on and go over we're at the wheel of shame everyone thank you so much for joining us at the wheel of shame all right kate you ready for us to spin? I am. I can't wait to see what it gives us. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Three, two, one, spin. 
Come on, please, please. I want spook. I want spook or prison wipes. Ooh, it's on. Oh, weird. Weird. Okay. Um. <laughs> what is I it? I think this is a reenactment one, but it's on theme a little bit from this last one. Dates from hell. So I'm hoping it's going to be not like I was kidnapped and nearly murdered. Um, those are the shows that I like to watch in my own time. Like, but for the part, I hope it's more like I had I went on a date with a guy and um I, you know, I had diarrhea at the dinner table or something horrendous. Kate, what is that? You're shaking your head. Uh it's the one where a, a date turns into a terrifying tale. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's that. I think God. it might be reenactment, though. It's not going to be light. Um, I don't know if it's all like, you know, it ends badly, I think. But we'll see. Dates from hell. Okay, so it's going to be a little bit on the darker side because, guys, we do incorporate our Discovery Plus on here. So they do have a lot of true crime. So it looks like it's going to be a true crime one, but we will sift through them and find the least, the one that's going to at least give you the amount of nightmares. Well, yeah, we'll find a lighter one. And it does look like a cheesy reenactment. So we love I'm looking at the thumbnails and it looks really corny. So I think that could be. Always yeah. an upside, guys. Always an upside. All right. We are going to love you and leave you. Um, hopefully you listened to yesterday's episode, which is us covering 90 Day Fiance um, before the 90 days. And then on Friday, we have our show, which we cover all Bravo. So Real Housewives of Orange County, everything else that's going on Bravo at the moment, as well as this week, we have an extra episode out for all of our subscribers our Patreon members. So guys, this is, as I know we tell you every episode, but we'd love to just let you guys know and also thank everyone that's joining the uh, Patreon, joining the subscribers. It's five bucks a month, guys. It's five bucks. And it helps support us and the podcast so, so much. We do something a little bit different in these episodes that are only available to the subscribers and um, Patreon members. We choose documentaries. Documentaries on the weird, wild, wonderful, paranormal, true crime, uh, pop culture and we deep dive them tear them apart kind of it's always a fascinating subject that Kate and I love to get our teeth into we've we've done we've covered um Brittany Murphy's death Anna Nicole Smith we've done um an imposter um about the the a boy a man that was in Spain and convinced people he was a child that had gone missing in America we have done um what happened to there's something wrong with aunt diane we've done these really interesting documentaries this week i will prepare you guys to not watch this alone it is a documentary on the amateurville horror now i have not seen it but i have deep dived amateurville many many times this is a house and if you're not familiar a house in long island in which in the 70s there was one of the sons murdered the entire family he went to jail a new family moved in and they lasted less than a month due to paranormal experiences. They fled in the middle of the night. A lot of people think that they, the, the Lutzes, the family, were making it up. Were they? Were they not? This documentary deep dives into the murders, into the subsequent paranormal hauntings, real life investigators that were there 
and witnessed very odd things. Cannot wait to talk about it. Those episodes are only available if you go on to our Patreon. You can go into patreon.com, search Tender Loving Care, or you can go into the feed right now. You'll see an episode that has a little lock next to it. Click on it, put in your details. You'll get all the back catalog and all the future episodes. Yes, I'm I'm excited to watch this. I'm also scared. Yeah. Uh this one, it's so it's the real Amityville horror, right? Is that what it's called? And it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's free, guys. You can just pop onto YouTube and get it. Yeah. Um, it's it's gonna be good, but I definitely watch it during the day. That's yes, I definitely will be. Um, yes, thank you everyone who has subscribed or joined the Patreon. And we really appreciate you. Another thing you can do for free is to just tell your buddies about the podcast, send it to them in a text or whatever, um, share it somehow on your story or something. Because spreading the word, word of mouth is one of the best ways for the podcast to grow. So we'd really appreciate if you could do that, raise five stars, all that kind of stuff. Um, All right. Well, we'll talk to you soon. I think that's it. All right. We will see you on Friday, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.